0: Where do our monsters come from? Well, as it turns out, all kinds of places. The good news is they only live as long as you let them. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, the podcast and now vodcast or videocast dedicated to you and your success. Here committed to help you achieve your ultimate life. Now, I define it a certain way, and every time I have a guest on the podcast, I ask them how they define it. I define the ultimate life for me. My ultimate life is living every single day a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that I create by serving with my divine gifts. And I would pose that as a potential starting point for you to create a definition of your own. Now, sometimes when I ask folks, they say, well, you know, freedom is a big one. I have freedom to do whatever I want. And, uh, they define, you know, use some other words. Sometimes they use possessions and things, but most of the time it's something like I've had people say, well, I love that definition. We'll just use that. Sometimes people use the word freedom. Mm -hmm. I want to make a big distinction here you already have freedom to do whatever you want. When people say, I want a life of freedom, what they are missing at that moment is that they already have freedom. And the only thing in chains is their mind. They don't believe they have freedom. And because they don't believe they have freedom, they don't. You create your life. You create it with the words you speak. The creation story talks about God saying, Let there be light. And there was light. And by the word of power, the Creator made things happen. You do the same thing. You just may not fully know that. You may not own the truth to the core of your soul. That the words that come out of your mouth create your reality. And I'm becoming more and deeper and better in my understanding of that truth. And so I pay a lot of attention, even in casual conversation, because I've talked to a lot of people who will say that and they'll say, Oh, yeah, uh yeah, oh, you bet. And then that's like the stage persona who is the coach, the teacher, talking about a thing, and yet on the side in casual conversation, they'll say, yeah, well, this, uh," and they'll go into blaming and, you know, all of the kinds of things that are the very antithesis of the truth that they are teaching, which is still true. But the connection that's missing is, gee, I'm using words that are creating the life. Just because I get out of my persona of teaching and I start using words over here that are in the persona of victim, like things are happening to me instead of for me, doesn't change the truth of your words, create your existence, still create your existence. What's happened is you've switched gears. You're no longer aware and you're no longer aware that you are creating your existence by this casual use of language. And so I would invite you with every ounce of invitation beingness that I have to consider every word. Uh, somewhere in the scriptures, some scriptures, I think it's the Bible, but somebody's scriptures, it says that f- something like, for every idle word, man shall give account in the day of judgment. Now, I don't know about you, but first time I read that, I that scared the crap out of me because I thought every idle word I have to answer for. Okay, I'm dead. That's what I thought because of how many idle, stupid, angry, careless, whatever words I had spoken. But I think the truth of that statement is far more important to consider this moment going forward. So if I don't know about something and I make a mistake, that's completely different than knowing and intentionally hurting someone, right? intent is a big part of our legal system and everything else. Uh, even in, in holy literature of all kinds, people who unintentionally create a problem or make a mistake are thought about and treated completely differently under systems of justice of, that we've created and systems of divine justice. <clears throat> so regardless of your and my level of inconsistency, uh, ignorance, or carelessness, in our language in the past, I'm inviting you at this moment to consider the truth that your language creates your life. And that with that knowledge, to be judicious, careful, and very intentional about the words that you speak. Because now that you know that, you can do a couple of things. You can argue with me and think I'm full of nonsense. You can think, yeah, that's probably true, and then not do anything about it. Or you can say, wow, I'm going to understand that and this moment live into it. And even if we all make mistakes, which we do, be aware of that and return immediately to one who is a steward, a careful creator of the language they use. Now, gratefully, the principle of forgiveness, which is not absolution or pretending things away, but of being changed is operative, both in personal development and in all systems of justice and in all systems of divine justice. So let's let that worry about past things. And I've written an entire book on forgiveness. Uh, If you want to see that, it's coming out in March of 2022. So if you hear this after the end of March, starting in April 2022, it'll be on my website. And before that, just know that it's coming. So let's understand your language and be very careful and intentional and focused and clear about your language from this moment forward. Now, today's episode, episode 604, is in the monsters theme. We've been talking about how to master those monsters that have caused you, that have gotten in your way, that you've created and let be in your way for as long as you choose. And I'm inviting that to stop today for me, for you, for all of us. So today's episode is about where those monsters come from, and I've got three things. One is B-Deep, one is labels, and the third one is choices uh, in victim comfort, and I'm not expecting all those to be clear. B-Deep is an acronym. It stands for beliefs, definitions, experiences, expectations, and perceptions. So the first place are monsters, those barriers that keep us from doing what we could do, Uh, I'm not good enough, I don't have enough time, uh, my time is over, I'm too busy, I'm not talented enough, you know, whatever they are, uh, those monsters that have kept us from doing what we wanna do, come from, first place, is our deep beliefs, definitions, experiences, expectations, and perceptions. Be deep by its very nature, is an accumulation of past events. Things we believe came from stuff that happened. How we define words comes from stuff that was taught to us by parents, by society, by churches, by teachers, by anything. Experiences are the sum total of not just what happened, but how we decided what m- was meant by what happened an easy example is you're expecting a phone call. It doesn't come. That was the event. The experience could be to you, Oh dear, they don't like me. They now hate me. It's not going to work. And therefore that experience of not receiving a phone call was something very, uh, yucky. Okay. That's one definition. Another thing is, Oh, I didn't get the phone call. I'll follow up. I'll give an hour or two or a day, depending on what's appropriate for the situation and check and see what happened with no drama. That experience from not getting a phone call is completely different than, the oh no, I'm dead. It's over experience, right? So that is what I mean by experience. Expectation is the projection of past into the future. So when we create an expectation, oh, they didn't call me last time. Therefore they won't call me again. Therefore it means this will never go anywhere. Therefore, therefore, and we project it in the future. Again, that shapes our reality because like we talked about at the start with, We're using language to create failure before it even happens. And the last P is perceptions. It is the set of glasses that we wear. These are transparent, but our glasses are colored. And we all only have one set of lenses. And that land, those lenses come from how we have lived and everything that's happened to us up to now. That's not a, f- a fault or something wrong. We only have the things that we've experienced. So I've only got one set of lenses. The key in, is to learn that they are your lenses. And therefore, the way you see the world is just that it's the way you see the world or any situation. So, and you, anyone else's view of that very same situation is quite legitimate, quite on point, and quite correct because they have a different set of lenses. And so understanding that we all have these lenses and that they're all just the way that we see it allows you to put perceptions in their proper place. So be deep is one place, beliefs, definitions, experiences, expectations, and perceptions is one place where your monsters come from. That thing, all that stuff gets together and defines your opportunity, your possibility, your life, what can happen, what might happen, what won't happen in a particular way. And that creates those monsters. Not good enough, not fast enough, too late, too something, all the things that keep us stuck where we are. A second place where monsters come from is something I call labels. Labels come from a mixture of external input and our own perceptions. So for example, someone says, you're lazy. And you say, yeah, I always, uh, you know, I don't ever try, uh, whatever, or you're messy. You always have a mess. Your desk is a mess. Your room is a mess. Your life is a mess. And so while that may be a true description of a given situation, what we then do is we take that label and we affix it to our forehead and we say, I'm a mess as if it were a permanent fixture of our personality. Somehow this is an unalterable thing. Ding, I have a stamp on my forehead that says lazy, not a morning person, can't concentrate, not creative, can't manage my time. We have a series of things, and I'm sure you can think of a hundred more, and I want you to, Where are the labels you are sticking on yourself and treating them as if they are somehow a permanent fixture? Now, it may be true that up to this very moment, hearing this episode, you have behaved in a certain way. I'm always late. I'm never on time. Ding. Well, maybe that's true as a descriptor of your habitual behavior there is nothing about a habit that can't be changed. Hear me again. There's nothing about a monster that can't be eliminated. So even if you have a label that up to this moment has been true, I invite you at this moment to peel it off and consider what else is possible. And we're going to go through that as we go through these episodes on monsters. The third place that monsters come from besides deep labels is choices that we make uh, with being comfortable in the victim space. And what I mean by that is some people get married to their stories. They get married. Yeah. I like being the disorganized one because then I'm never responsible for being organized, having all my, you know, crap together, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not, you know, I don't have to do that. I'm comfortable in that victim place, I'm comfortable being the one who is last, who is least, who is uh, invisible, who is not appreciated, who is overlooked. Uh, I'm comfortable there because something about my story makes me want to continue to take comfort in my victimhood. Okay, so this is where we take an event, a story, part of the B-Deep or one of the labels, and we... Uh, we get comfortable in that warm bath water. Now, let's be really clear. You're allowed to be comfortable in that and allowed to live in that forever. But don't expect to create your ultimate life from that place. That won't happen. You will create your ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you live into with love and excitement by serving with your divine gifts only when you understand be deep for what it is, take off the labels and understand that regardless of how true they have been, they don't have to be true one more second of your life. And when you make uh, a conscious, intentional choice that I am no longer going to live in the victim comfort zone, I'm no longer going to take refuge in a victim stance. I'm no longer going to protect my ego, protect myself, by being in the victim place, because what you're really doing is limiting yourself, hurting yourself, destroying yourself, making yourself unusable, unfit, less serviceable. And on top of that, you're happy, you're helping or causing everybody that you could serve to miss out from the glory of your true beauty and power. The truth is you're a glorified divine being. You're a spirit created by God here having a mortal experience. You are given divine gifts and talents, And the choice you have is what to do with them. That's the choice you have. You can hide them. You can bury them. You can make excuses about them. You can live in whatever victim language you want, or you can rip all that out, throw it away, stomp your foot down and say, "Ah, enough, I'm moving forward. Boldly, clearly, and definitively from this moment on. So those are three places those monsters come from. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the next episode something about obligation and overwhelm. And then we're going to spend some episodes talking about what to do, how to think about these things, because just identifying them and talking about them won't be helpful. Fear not. As the episodes move forward, solutions, ideas, encouragement, and power are on the way so you can create your ultimate life. I'm sure you figured out where your monsters have come from and what they are. One of the things that keeps them alive is our constant sense of obligation and overwhelm. Be sure and watch the next video as soon as you subscribe to this channel.